Welcome back to Mixing It Up on 100.7 FM and 1340 AM. The Ticket. I am your host, Ben Mensa, joined by Tyler Moody in the Johnny's Pizza House Studios, high top of the boardwalk. And I want to thank one of the sponsors of today's show, Fatty Arbuckles. And I'll be heading to Fatty's right after the show today. $5 a pound crawfish. Hard to beat. And they're, they're big, they're good, and it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun to go eat some crawfish with our good friend Chase Boydham. Fatty's debuting their new spring drink menu. Uh, they're going to have cocktails for cost, which means uh, no markup on their cocktails at all next Friday night, debuting that new menu as well. We're now joined on the Paul McMurray State Farm Insurance Hotline by Poker Pro from Houston, Ray Hitson. And Ray, uh, we had a great time with you, Ray, and Chris Birchfield actually were in studio with Tyler Moody last Friday. and. I had a great time uh, hosting y'all here at the Horseshoe Inn at Bozier City on the Run Good Series event, and I have a feeling you had an even better time because you chopped the main event. Congratulations. Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me back on again. You know, I always love coming on the show, being with you guys. Well, Ray, we always enjoy your company as well, and, you know, we were so overwhelmed to be 464 in the main event last week, a $575 buying. Love seeing the growth of tournament poker coming back here to the Horseshoe in Bozier City, and uh, you didn't pick a bad one to do well in, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it was a great turnout. Um, those guys over at the Horseshoe, Chad and Steve, they do a great job. Um, I, you know, love seeing tournament uh, poker being so close to home since I live in Houston. It's only about a three and a half, four hour drive. So, you know, it was great to come up there and uh, be able to win an event. Well, so you made the final table, and uh, I didn't get to see a ton of it because I was on the road and out of town, but d- did you know anybody at the final table, or was it just all kind of unknowns to you? Uh, I knew Jeremy Tinsley, who ended up chopping with me. Um, he was a poker pro um, back in the early 2000s, and we played a lot of cash games and stuff together. Um, he actually, and I didn't know this until I saw him on this trip, he actually quit playing poker uh, because he had – uh, two young kids, and now, and he had custody of them. And now that they're grown, you know, and teenagers, now he's he's going to start traveling and playing some more poker. Well, congratulations to him. That's all. That's all. That's awesome. And I know you identify with that spot too, as you try to strike the balance. Of, you know, I've had you. I believe you have three kids, and balancing that with poker, I know that's a juggling act. Oh yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, I actually just picked them up today. Um, I was on the road for about three weeks. And uh, just pick them up today and get to spend the weekend with them. But yeah, it's hard to uh, to juggle the life, you know, playing poker and having kids. Well, Ray, uh, overall, you've made a couple of trips here. You're one of the run good pros, and so you've—I guess—you've come to Bozier all three times. Uh, it seems like you—you know—you've had a pretty good time when you come see us at Shreveport and Bozier. Oh yeah, that—that's a very underrated city. That's why I keep telling everybody. I remember the first time that they said we're going to have a run good series there, and I'm like what's in Bossier City and Shreveport? And then uh, the first time I went there, I just had a blast. And, you know, I got back home and I told everybody, I'm like, next time we put a run good stop there, I need all my friends to go. You're going to see how much fun it is. And I had, you know, five or six friends come out. And then they, they come back home and, you know, they're telling everybody, you have to go here. Like, it's very underrated city. The, the food's great. Nightlife's great. And obviously the, uh, the poker's really good. Good. I'm glad to hear you say that because that's kind of always what I say about Shreveport and Bozier too. There's a lot more to it uh, than meets the eye, and we do have good restaurants. Love that we have poker here. We have an up-and-coming music scene. Just feel like a lot of things are trending in the right direction in this area, and I'm glad to hear you're spreading that word to Houston. So now what's up next for you? You were on the road for a few weeks. You're going to take a little time off before uh, Vegas? Yeah, so I'm back home now. I'm going to try to spend as much time with the family as possible. 
Um, April 27th, I'm hosted, uh, hosting a charity a poker tournament here in town um, at Rounders Poker Club. Um, we're going to try to raise money for Camp Hope and Lone Star uh, Foundation and, you know, try to help uh, some money with the troops. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if anybody knows what either of those foundations are, but look them up. Camp Hope is a foundation. To, it helps with uh, veterans who have PTSD and then lone survivors more, you know, a little more popular foundation. And, you know, it helps veterans with, with life after wars and stuff. But we're going to have a, a charity event for them and, you know, ho- hopefully raise some money for the troops. And that's at the end of April. And then at the beginning of May, or actually right right after that, I'm headed straight to Tulsa for another run good stop. And I'll be up there for about 10 days. And then probably just take the rest of the time until the World Series off and then go out there and grind for two months. So you always go out there. Do you when you go out to Vegas every summer? Are you, do y'all rent? A, do you usually rent a house? Like, what's your uh, standard, you know, procedure toward the World Series of Poker in Vegas? Yeah, I always rent a house when I go out there. It's just, you know, I don't think I could stay in a casino for two months. No, you know, obviously the casinos there, the hotels are really nice and everything. But the way I look at it, you know, I'm I'm going to work. You know, I'm I'm not there to for the nightlife and going out party and everything. I. I have a house, um, I drive my car, show up, park at the back of the Rio, and I never even walk through a casino. There's occasional nights where I'll go to a show or something after I bust out of a tournament, or I'll go to one of the restaurants that, you know, Vegas obviously has great food. But, you know, for the most part, I'm showing up at the back of the Rio, I'm parking there when I bust out of the tournament, I'm getting in my car, I'm going back home, and, you know, I'll cook myself dinner and... You know, it's it's like a, a normal life for me. It's not life inside a casino. Yeah, I, I like your point here because I think the best way to succeed the World Series of Poker in Vegas is to make it as normal as possible and, you know, getting a routine, you know, not being around that lifestyle all the time gives you a chance because oftentimes what I see, the World Series of Poker, everybody that's a casual poker fan, you think of the main event, obviously, because of the branding and how big it is. But the World Series of Poker starts at the end of the May and runs till mid-July. It is a long marathon grind, and it is hot as hell in the Vegas summers. And so I think you got to just normalize your life as much as possible to not burn out. I feel like every year when I play the main event, there are players that are much better in poker than me that are just worn out by the grind, and you see them making a lot of mistakes. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And you'll you know, you even see if you follow some of these poker pros on Twitter – you know, they'll post, like, I'm playing day 1A of the main event, so when I bust, I can just get out of this town. You know, and that's like, this is such a bad attitude to have. And you, I, I usually play the last day, and I'm like, I don't want to bust. I don't want that to end. You know, even after seven weeks, I'm still like, give me more. The World Series is over, and a lot of these top poker pros are like, thank goodness this is finally over. And I'm like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, it's the last day of camp. And I don't want it to be over. I want to keep going. I, I love it. I The World Series is, you know, the greatest time for me. No, I'm a huge fan of the main event especially as well. And I think that's a big part of succeeding in poker. And you have a good attitude too. Uh, I feel like poker has a way of making people uh, look as the, the glass is half empty. And you see a lot of negative withered attitudes and outlooks. And I think, you know, doing whatever you can to keep a positive mindset is very important to succeeding. Oh, yeah, definitely. If, you know, if you go into it with this sucks, I hate playing poker, you're just not going to do well. If you go in and you're like, 
you know, this is the greatest job in the world. I get to play a game I love, and I get to make life-changing money doing it, then, you know, you have a much better chance of success. You know, just, you know, people don't realize how lucky we are to get to play a game that's so much fun and, you know, call it a job. It's, It's just, you know, I've been doing it for 20 years, and it still seems very surreal to me that this is what I get to do for a living. Hey, man, that's probably why we're friends, because I have the same outlook on it as well, and uh, it's just a joy to get to play. So you're going to be back You're gonna be back home for a little bit and then get back out on the grind. Well, are you, are you going to – will we see you at World Series of Poker New Orleans or possibly World Poker Tour Oklahoma in May? Um, there's an outside chance of both of those. I usually spend the majority of May um, trying to be with the kids as much as I can because, you know – um, I'm out of town for the whole month of June and July. Um, I come home usually for a week right in the middle. Um, I have two kids' birthdays and Father's Day all fall within the same week. So it just makes sense where I could come home, uh, get a week away from poker, spend with them, and then go out and just grind for the last month. But So uh, in May, there's an outside chance that I do either – um, that World Series Circuit event in, at Harris down in uh, New Orleans. I love that event. Oh, yeah, man. It's such a bad time for me. Um, I love going to Choctaw, but, you know, again, it just it's falling at such a bad time that I can't guarantee I'm going to either. But, you know, I've, I've had a lot of friends asking, hey, you, are, are you going? You want to split a room? And I've told them, told them all, well, there's a chance, you know. So it's just going to have to depend on, you know, when I'm going to have the kids during that time and, you know, if, if I'm able to make it out or not. Well, tell us a little bit about Poker Lab Radio in Houston. Uh, I got to come on this morning, and uh, the, the, I believe it was y'all's 50. They said it was y'all's one-year anniversary, I believe. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it was the uh, our 50th episode. Um, Poker Lab is is uh, it's on local radio, uh, Sports Talk 790 KBLM here in Houston. Um, it, it, since poker's just become illegal in Houston, we decided to start something up, and actually a buddy of mine, Derek Cavaco, started it up, and he did maybe the first 20 by himself, and then asked Chris Hartsfield and I to come on and help him out with it. And since we have, we've seen a pretty big boom in our viewer, our listenership, and um, and we're really growing. We're still brand new, you know, like you said, only 50 episodes in. You know the first 50 is probably the hardest. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, but, but we're, we're growing. Um, and we're trying to give the Houston poker poker scene something to listen to, and you know where we we can talk about the promotions and tournaments and whatnot they have going on here in Houston. Because you know, like you just said, you're trying to follow all the rooms. You can't keep up. I can't keep up. And we're talking about this on the radio every you know once a week. We do it every Saturday, and you know I can't even keep up with it. But that's how much is going on in Houston right now, and, and we're just getting started. We're we're growing. It's it's going to be big. Heck yeah, man! I love hearing that. And what for for our listeners? What's going on is there's no casinos in Texas, but there's some kind of law where you can have bingo halls, and they're they've allowed it now where you can have poker clubs. So I believe there's no alcohol, and you have to join as a member. But they're popping up all over the state. Uh, they've got them in Houston, Austin, San Antonio. Dallas had them for a while. I don't believe Dallas has any right now. But it's kind of in its infant state. And a little bit, to me, it's like the next thing in poker, and it's kind of the Wild West. Yeah, it really is. It's Basically, it's up to the DA what's going on. Um, so here in Harris County, which is where Houston is, 
they basically said, like, you know, look, we can't prove that it's illegal if you run it this way. The Dallas DA said, we're shutting them down, and if you try to open again, we're shutting you down again. Uh, Montgomery County, is, the DA said the same thing, and that's Montgomery County is just north of Houston. Uh, it's actually where I live. But it, um, it's basically what it is, is you have to be a member, and they don't rake the games. They take time, and you can't pay for the time off of your stack. So if 10 of us sit down and we buy into the game $500 each and nobody rebuys, then in an hour there's still going to be 5000 on the table. There's no money coming off the table for food, no for drinks, nothing. You have to tip in cash. And they say as long as money's not coming off the table, they cannot prove it's illegal. Now, nobody has come out so far yet to say that it's legal, but, you know, if it's not legal, it has to be, I mean, if it's not illegal, it has to be legal, right? It has to be one or the other. So it's basically we're, we're skating on a, a little gray area right now. And I, you know, they're, they're making progress towards coming out with bills and, and, able to make it where they can actually call it legal and you know right now none of the clubs are licensed or anything but you know it's headed in that direction and it had to start somewhere and you know there's a couple pioneers that just started a room and said look let them come and try to shut us down and they went on the news and you know the councilmen were coming on the news saying no we're shutting that down that's illegal we're shutting it down and they weren't able to get it shut down because of the fact that, you know, it's not illegal, you know, so they, they're saying right now that it's not illegal, but it's not legal. It sounds, so, it, sounds, knows, so, it sounds a lot similar to some of the stuff marijuana's got going around the country, too, where it's, like, legal some places, but not legal, and it's, like, a real gray area, but people are real into the poker, and I, I want to see it do well in Houston, because, look, it's Texas Hold'em. Poker is more ingrained in the Texas culture than anywhere else in the country, and so I, I just hope to see it flourish, and, you know, selfishly, being over here in Shreveport, Bozier, I'm four hours away from Houston, so that'd be another a great place I'd like to put into my kind of Rolodex of poker. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. I mean, there's so many people here. There's, like, I, I don't even know how many millions of people in this city. But, I mean, the city's so big. Right now, I'm counting about 25 poker rooms we have. Wow. And they, they're they all getting games. Um, there's one or two that get 10-plus tables on a daily basis going at once. And, you know, it, like I said, it's still growing. There's more and more people. There's so many people coming out that are like, well, I never wanted to play when it was illegal, but now that it's legal, I do want to play. And there are people that are like, man, I've been looking for a game for years, and I was never able to find one. And now, you know, like I said, they're just everywhere. And, you know, there's a lot of from out of town that are like, you know, anytime new rooms open, people are going to come from out of town because, you know, the games are going to be really good. There's a lot of people learning right now, and, you know, it's just growing more and more. And the, the games are just incredible. I can't imagine what it's going to be like in a year when it's going to double and what, what's happening already. Well, Ray, I think it's just so exciting to hear what's going on in that Houston poker scene. And I, I want to thank you for joining us here on Mixing It Up with Mints. Congratulations once again on chopping the Run Good $575 main event at Horseshoe Bozier. And it sounds like uh, our paths will cross again soon on the road. Oh, yes, for sure. And I uh, always look forward to hanging out with you anytime we're in the same place. 
Heck yeah, I'm going to hold you to that werewolf game. We didn't get to make it happen this time, but uh, we'll, we'll learn next time, that's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, you, you've got to learn, buddy. You, I promise you're going to love it. Heck yeah, Ray Henson. Follow him on Twitter at Ray underscore Henson. We're going to take a quick commercial break. More from Mixing Up when we come back on 100.7 FM, 1340 AM. The ticket.